Welcome to Self Mastery. My name is Ndlandlama Farafara. Today we're talking about seven reasons why people remain average. Six of these reasons are available directly on this podcast. The seventh one is available as a PDF attachment, which you can get by sending a WhatsApp text to 067-098-7253. Enjoy this segment. Welcome to Self Mastery. My name is Ndlandlama Farafara, and I'm your coach. Thank you for tuning in today in this podcast. So in this podcast, we help you to set and achieve your great goals. And as we help you to become the best vision of yourself in such a way that nobody can afford to ignore you. I recently published a seven-part short burst high achievers series. So I'd like you to subscribe to it, subscribe to the podcast and check that seven-part um, short burst high achievers coaching service it's beautiful it's packed with powerful content that is going to challenge you and take your life to the next level so today i want to challenge you to move beyond average and if you you're already above average average i want to challenge you to go even further there is no limit to any greatness that you can have except the limits that you set to yourself so in today's podcast we call it what causes people to live an average life? So these are the things that you need to avoid. And I'm going to share with you seven secrets or wonderful principles that are negative that people have used in their lives to suppress their lives, to cause regression. And these are the things that if you find yourself adopting them, you must be very careful that you're going on the downgrade. And the opposite of that is the greatness of life that will come with fulfillment. All right. So before we, you um, unintentionally find yourself living an average life, you had a potential to outsmart your critics, to surprise yourself, even to shame all the naysayers. More importantly, you had a choice to be an example of greatness, to lead a meaningful life, uh, to be at your best performance all the time in your peak, you know, and even to die like that at your peak, to enjoy the fruits of your gift and your labor, to be productive in your area of significance. And it does not help you uh, in any way to run a race and win in the area that is not your purpose and to hold, uh, you know, to be told that you are number one, but it's not where you are allocated to perform. You know, that doesn't count. Remember Warren Moore saying that uh, it, it, it is useless to find yourself at the top of the ladder that is leaning on the wrong wall. So another thing is that we, you know, you, you could be able to live a purpose-driven life and to live a life of constant growth, but you need to avoid activities that lead you to a regressed average or below average life. About 14 years ago, I was working in a farm. I was actually a student at the University of Limpopo. I was doing my first year at that time. I had recently completed my part part of my first year exams around around November, and uh, but I had debt of about five thousand four hundred rand. Had no one to order. Had no one to ask for the financial help because in my family we could not afford to do that at the time, and and there was no one that I could actually ask for the money. I did not, not have a sponsor. I did not have a study loan. I had nothing except myself, God, and faith. So I got a job in a farm and my temporal employer agreed that he will, you know, he won't pay me a salary or a wage. He won't give me the cash. He provided me with accommodation and bought us a little bit of food for, for that particular month that I was supposed to work there. But he agreed that he will also pay all my student debt. So I shared a room with a young man who was 
at the time around three or four years younger than me. Uh, he said a very shocking statement to me at the time that propelled me to go even far. You know, he did not know that he was inspiring me, but at the time, it, it really stuck with me. And I'm sure he represents the majority of Africans today. He said, Mr. Mafarafa, you know, this farm work is not a job for you. It does not suit you. You should go back to school, finish your degree, get a job, and then hire me to take care of your yard. So two things then. He thinks of me as one who should go to school and get a job, right? That's fine. But he thinks of me as his future employer. But the kind of job description that he has put for himself is that of taking care of my yard, what we call a gardener or something like that. That really hit me. And today I think of it, I don't know where the young man is, but I can bet that he's still in the same uh, position where he were, or he probably have regressed even further. And there are six reasons why people like him and others would remain average, poor, stagnant, and somewhat uh, frustrated with their lives. So what is the first reason? I'm going to share with you six things. One, fear of taking new actions. So fear will keep you from acting in your dream because you will feel like things will not work out. People will ridicule you. People will laugh at you. You always ask yourself, what if it doesn't work? Maybe the question that you really need to ask yourself is, what if it really works? You may surprise yourself. There are two forms of courage that um, you know we all need to develop. One is courage to begin. You know, you may see um, you, you see many people's dreams die before they are born, um, and and, and there have been so many other people you know who have dreams that they've actually aborted. Those they they never gave birth to because of fear. As a matter of fact, God is looking for people who will give birth to His creative ideas on earth. People who will be courageous to fight the mediocre talk from people around them and to resist rejection. One friend of mine, when I asked him about his audacious business decisions, he said to me, I refuse to fear because fear is as real, it's as real as I make it to be. So courage, the second one is called courage to endure. The first one is courage to begin. The second one is courage to endure. So there are two things that you will need to learn in terms of, 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 of endurance. And you have to decide which one is important to you. It's either you endure to live a failed life or endure the pain of temporal challenges while you build your dream. So this courage to endure is the courage to endure um, the pitfalls, the hard knocks of growing a business, a dream, idea, a goal, a talent, a family, a passion or a portfolio, whatever it is. Now, the second thing that causes people or that second reason that causes people to live an average life is failure to examine their lives. Some people are satisfied with living a life that appears as though successful, while in reality, they are not. I've developed 11 questions uh, which I used to examine my life. And this came after I met a guy in Pretoria who invited me to invest you know, um, in a whole, uh, a whole lot of money into a project he was doing. When he invited me, he looked at me and so potential uh, for me to have that kind of money. It was so intimidating at the time. I chickened out. And then he called me and said, until you deal with the chicken mind, you will never achieve anything. So these 11 questions of review, I talk about them in my book, Step to the Next Level. You can look at them. So I really went to examine my life and ask myself all those critical questions. Let me put uh, maybe one or two. One was, in what areas of my life have I experienced great success? Two, in what areas of my life have I experienced great failure? Three, what am I most enthusiastic about? What is it that thing that really excites me? 
what have I, what have been the cause of my failures and successes, you know, in the past? What was my initial plan in this area? If you have subscribed to my podcast in the High Achievers Short Burst Coaching Session, Session One talks about setting intentions. So you're the initial plan. You can you can check it out or get my books up to the next level and you learn more about these questions and how to answer them and what I've done to transform my life beyond that. Now, the third reason why people remain average or, or even further, further decline is number three is they embrace excuses. Excuses are the crutches of the uncommitted. Uncommitted people, poor people, average people, uh, stagnant people, they walk with excuses. They are their own vehicle for movement. It's easy to make the excuses. It's not expensive to make them, but it's expensive to pay the cost of after making the excuses. Some people defeat themselves. They kill their dreams and destroy their very lives by making excuses. You know, they, they have reasons why things cannot be done, why things will not work, why things should remain in the stagnant position that they are, why they will not be able to lose weight, why their marriage will not work, and, and so on and so forth. I don't have money. It is impossible. It has never been done before. It is frustrating. It is tough. It's painful. And, and many other things. And this talks to your beliefs. On session three of the High Achievers um, Short Burst Coaching Program, I talk about values. You can look at that and, and enjoy it. Um, you know, and, and so you ask yourself many questions that are always limiting. The majority of those things are just fabricated reasons for not acting progressively or to improve today's circumstances and to build your own dreams. And I call excuses building a bread, a dream breed using spaghetti and grass. It easily breaks and it keeps you on one place all the time. Reason number four procrastination oh man a friend a gentleman once said that procrastination is like a credit card you know it's easy and fun to swipe but difficult to pay actually my leg said procrastination is another nation that you need to destroy and conquer in the in the journey of progress so procrastination is just as simple as simple as having a plan and desiring to do something but you laid off for tomorrow tomorrow never comes if you're a procrastinator i would invite you to do what the bible says go and study ends when they want to get something done they go get it done get moving there's also a book um uh, i can't remember the name of the author it's called the five second rule it will help you to beat procrastination you can look at that book um, number five, developing an army of lower class persons around you. In Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Why, How Think and Grow Rich, he talks about the mastermind group. So the mastermind group, some people have the mastermind group of a lower class. These are the people that keep on pulling you backwards. And progressive people do not associate with people with higher IQ and EQ than themselves. They prefer people who can be subject to their low mentalities or seemingly good ideas of low quality they prefer to keep a company of people who cannot challenge them or question them even uh, you may have heard a statement that says if you are in a group of two or more people and you always agree on the same things when one of you is not thinking you know when one of you is not necessary so an army of lower class persons is surround means you're surrounding yourself with people who have nothing to offer that would cause growth you surround yourself with people who will keep you at the same place all the time so you need to look at the kind of friends around you i remember i had a conversation with one of my clients and then i asked her when was the last time you had a conversation with your friend and she said 
just last night and ask, what did you talk about? And she could not remember the conversation that they've heard. The reason why they could not remember is because they talked about nothing for an hour. So I don't have that kind of time. You should not build yourself time and, and, and relationships with people who have nothing to offer, people who don't challenge you, people who don't push you, people who don't inspire you, people who don't, who don't encourage you, people who do not make you or help you or inspire you to become the best. And then the last reason is arguing for limitations. You know, if you argue for your limitations, you will keep it there. You will keep them. In simple terms, as long as you have something that you think in your mind that you will not be able to do, it validates why you should remain poor. But it should be the opposite. A simple word for excuses and, and, and validation for our inadequacies that sometimes do not really exist is a word, but. So every time you want to achieve something great, you'll say, I need to do this, but then you come up with a negative statement. I want to lose weight, but running is painful. I want to um, start saving money, but I end too little. I want to get married, but women are a problem. I want to start a business, but the economy is not favorable. You, As long as you argue your limitations, you will never go anywhere. I want to study, but that course is difficult. I want to go to, to school, but those, those, that university is expensive. I want to do, you will never get to do anything. I want to change my institution, but my employees are terrible. I want to achieve a great goal, but my boss is overworking me. As long as you keep on arguing for your limitations, you will keep them, whatever the limitations are. I hope I've inspired you today. And I hope you don't become an average person. So if this has really helped you, if this has challenged you, if this has inspired you and you feel like you've learned something, I want to encourage you to click the share button right now and share it with your friends on your WhatsApp. Just share it with five people, you know, on WhatsApp. Just share it on your Facebook. Copy the link and paste it on Facebook and say, hey, guys, listen to this. It's going to help you. My name is Ntlantla. Let's keep subscribing and step to the next level.